Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. And like all of those episodes, it may contain spoilers. So consider yourself warned. If you like what you hear, head over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers to listen to tons of bonus content. And now, without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. We immediately start uber serious with this tone, by the way, like the score that's kicking in right now. Yeah, it's so serious, which is appropriate. I mean, this film does not have the same comedic sensibilities that the later entries will have. It's still funny in parts, but for a large swath of this, this is proper horror film. When was the last time you watched this? Ooh, when did I watch it? Oh, you know what? It was for our audio commentary on the second film. So it would have been about last year. Oh, well, there you, oh, wow, that's a lot more recent. Um, I do love that yeah. we immediately like get right into the action here. Like We waste 100%. no time. <laughs> no. And folks, everyone appreciate this brief glimpse of Brad Dourif because, of course, we will not see him physically again in this series until what? The Chucky TV show? Oh, God, I'm drinking for Eddie. Oh, yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. There you go. Um, yeah, it's so funny, too, because sometimes like Eddie looks like Brad Dorif, but like mm-hmm. with different hair. <laughs> yes. Oh, the hair. So bad. It's so long. Uh, Chris, man, and, you know, when we talked to um, Don Mancini last year, you know, I said, oh, I would love to have uh, Catherine Hicks back. But um, mm-hmm. I think you said bring us Chris Sarandon. <laughs> Honestly, I always forget that he's in here and then he shows up and he's wearing sweaters for days because, of course, it's Chicago in the winter. God, he is so fucking attractive. I think his character must still be in a mental asylum because if you remember in the second movie, like the mom is in a loony bin because mm-hmm. of everything. I was like, but the cops survived. Like he didn't he wasn't and his partner. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like one of the movies that we did recently. I can't remember because, of course, my brain is Swiss cheese. But it's like the cop just quit the force the week after the horrible case. And I'm like, maybe that's what happened to Chris Sarandon. He just decided, I can't do talking killer dolls. Uh, yeah. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. Like something snapped in my brain. Um, I I like this set piece in the in the toy store. However, mm-hmm. OK, I, 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 I lamented this because I love the uh, the themes, like the score, like the main theme song for this movie that only plays over the end credits. And I kind of, uh, I know it's not really, we can't do it here because we have action happening. Mm -hmm. But a part of me wishes we had like a main title sequence where that score could really get to shine. Yeah, it's the problem with just jumping right into the action and having the action be 
kind of bombastic, right? Well, it's key to the plot, right? Like, this sets up the entire next 35 years of the franchise. Oh, my God. I can't. Every time we say 35 years, I feel like a part of me just dies. It is wild. Also, a November release, too. How strange. I know. I wonder if they were trying to capitalize on Thanksgiving as the start of the Christmas buying season. Because look at this. It's like an advertisement for toys. Yeah, I, I guess maybe that is the case where it's like, hey, kid, parents, you got to go like go sit in lines at toy stores on Black Friday for your kid. Here's a movie about a killer toy. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. So I did not do a lot of research for this episode, mm-hmm. but they must have sold chucky dolls right like the good guy dolls as a promotion crossover or something like that i don't think so you don't think so if only because this is r-rated and i think selling kids as the the dolls as merchandise would be attractive to kids which isn't the audience for this movie it's just so funny because i look at this yay dom mancini i look at this and i think yeah who doesn't want to buy a bunch of good guy doll shit mean i mean apart from the fact that it might kill you well it's really funny because i i remember in my entire life being like who the fuck would buy one of these dolls like it's so ugly looking but then you realize that yeah uh that don mancini was like inspired by the the surge of popularity of cabbage patch kits and i was like Mm -hmm. oh i guess people i didn't play with those but i guess people did (laughs) i love that you think this doll is ugly too i'm like he's not that bad like he's totally cute and he's got a bunch of fun catchphrases i mean Andy does strike me as a bit of a toy-deprived child because I think the doll is okay, Andy, but it's not your be-all and all. Well, it's $100 in 1988. Jesus Christ. I know. Yeah. You have to think that's going to be at least hmm, 350 Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be a lot. It would be a fuck ton of money, particularly when you're living as a single woman in a absolutely ginormous apartment. Well, it's really funny because I think I've told you this before and I probably said on the podcast, but you know, like how my dad used to tell me about the plots of horror movies when I couldn't see them. And Mm -hmm. he would tell me about child's play. Like, oh yeah, it's this doll, this redheaded doll. And I... In my mind, my child brain, I was like, a doll. Okay, it's like the size of these baby dolls that are on the screen right here. I love this. Oh, it's so good. Look at this! Look at this explosion! It's so amazing. Oh, yeah. The but I mean, the budget for this—it's it, not nothing. It's something to scoff at. It was—it was somewhere around the ten million dollar range, which is, I mean, for a horror movie, I'm sure a lot of the money too went towards the puppeteering and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I just like yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm a little surprised that they they threw the, this much money at this kind of a concept. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But sorry, I interrupted you because oh. you were telling me about your dad telling you about the plot. I just envisioned Chucky as the size, like a foot tall at most, like a little oh. dog, like puppet master size, you know, like running mm. around killing people. Right. Yeah. Not like the height of a child's body, because basically, oh, uh, I guess we can oh, drink dead, yeah. the death of Charles He's Lee. Dead. Technically, sort of. Not really. <laughs> Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.
Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 